broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours. Well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 174. I'm Dollface. I'm Zonert. And I'm Zook, and you're listening to the episode for the week of Monday, July 28th. Yay! Yes. Yay. It is 28th. You did we're right in the middle right. of Comic-Con. Wow. It's like we're, we, this is a scary episode to record for a couple of reasons. First off, we're in the middle of Comic-Con, which means headlines are coming out every second. You know, and it's almost like, do we record? Because they just announced this. I know. Oh, well, now do we record? <laughs> At Don't some point, I, you got to just go with it, though. Yeah, I think you were like sending me stuff all day. I was sending, Zoner was sending me stuff. Schmitty was sending me stuff. It was crazy. Uh, let's get into some site business first off. You will notice Schmitty is not with us. He is ill. Dead. But this is our first episode with Amber, with our very own Dollface, as an official member of the Stolen Droids podcast. So we are back up to a quartet. Hello again. I'm excited Yay. to be official. We now. are excited too. This is kind of cool. We haven't been, you know, a quartet in a long time. So this is really, really, really cool. We are excited. Me too. Yeah, it's odd because we're just a trio tonight. Yeah, I know. It was kind of, yay, triumphant return. Just, just, the more things change, yeah. the more they stay the same. Um, also, some changes that have been happening. If you've been looking at our site at all, and according to the numbers, a lot of you have, um, we had some issues last week that our wonderful hosts at 48-14.com have been helping us with, but Schmitty has been putting long hours in, completely rebuilding the site from scratch. So we have a totally new theme. It looks similar to the old one, but certain things you'll notice uh, are a bit faster, and, you know, it actually loads. So that's a plus. Yeah, yeah I like it, too. <laughs> yeah. So special thanks to Schmitty, uh, which is one of the reasons he's not feeling well, because he's been putting in late hours taking care of that. Uh, and special th thanks to our friends over at 4814. I actually had someone ask me how they can find 4814. Uh, they typed 48-14 into Google and got 34. So I'm telling you that you don't <laughs> want to do it as a math problem. Their URL is 48 hyphen 14.com and they are the best wordpress hosts we've ever seen we owe a lot to them uh we're also brought to you by our friends over at trekradio.net kryptonradio.com openbookaudio.com and stitcher.com uh we schmitty and i were actually recently interviewed by krypton radio you can head on over there if you haven't already and listen to their event horizon show with gene and susan uh it was a lot of fun we talked about the history of the show, where we're going, wh why we do what we do, and, and where our name came from. Because I don't think anyone's actually asked that before. So, check it out. It's pretty awesome. Um, also, in our news, we are in the middle of our Indiegogo campaign. We mentioned it in passing last episode. We are now committed. Head on over to our site, StolenDroids.com, and up in the upper left-hand corner, you will see our Indiegogo campaign um, tracker, for lack of a better word. It looks kind of like the Domino's tracker. You know, you can tell when your pizza's done <laughs> and when we've made money. Click on it. It'll take you to our Indiegogo page. Uh, you get to see an awesome video that I threw together. Um, I tried, honestly, getting a video of me, but I'm a little too ugly for it, so I just did a slideshow, but I like it. We are trying to raise some funds for stolen droids, for new equipment, for cons. We need your help. We want you to be a part of the show in this way, and if you could do so, oh, it just mean the world to us, and we will thank you on the air and give you awesome swag. So it's like a win-win-win. I think so. It's awesome. Yeah. So head on over. Again, StolenDroids.com. Click the Indiegogo link, um, and the rest will be history. I don't know how to finish that. <laughs> you'll make us happy. That's really... And, and by making us happy, you'll make yourself happy. I don't want... Oh, I hate saying that, though. And, and I say this half wanting the people out there to donate. You know, I'm not trying to discourage any of you, but I hate saying, give me money, and that would make me happy. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> We know, though, that I'm the guy that goes there. I'm the one with no shame, so I will say what has to be said. Mr. He goes there. Yes. And if you don't want us to ask you for money, then just give it to us, and we won't have to ask you. Oh, jeez. Do you like the logic? I, we're going to see our Indiegogo actually suddenly go backwards somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow we'll, we'll lose our donators. Somehow someone to donate negative $15. That, that's Zoner's new title, by the way. He's no longer associate producer. He's now Mr. He goes there. I'm the guy who goes there. It's that like a guy. romantic comedy or an other type of movie. The kind with a, an awesome soundtrack? Sure. Okay. Into our headlines. First up, a bit of follow-up. 
Uh, this is follow. Well, actually, we have a couple follow-ups, but the first one is talking about Twitch. We talked about this, I think, a couple months ago. Twitch is the online gaming service that allows you to stream what you're doing to YouTube because people like to watch that for some reason. Google has confirmed they are buying Twitch for a billion dollars. I want to make a stupid thing that Google pays me a billion dollars for. Then I wouldn't have to do an Indiegogo campaign. I wouldn't have to do anything ever again. Sounds like another powwow. I, uh, why can't I get a billion dollars for a dumb idea? But this is going through, and there's nothing else to say. Congrats to the people who came up with this idea, because you're getting paid. Yeah, right up there with Yo, <laughs> which is something we don't like to talk about. <laughs> Um, also, kind of a follow-up, but kind of headlines. You remember back in the day when we first started this show, and it seemed every single week was a let's bash on Sony experience? This was because we launched the show the same time that Sony had that $15 million breach into the PlayStation Network, where everyone's stuff was lost. And in fairness, they made it really easy to bash on them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like Anthony Weiner over there. I mean, they were just so bashable. Well... We had kind of forgotten about it. Well, I had anyway, because it's been out of the news cycle for two and a half years. Well, they're back. Because evidently they're now, just now, getting around to making reparations for everything that went wrong. If you remember, and maybe you don't, so I'll quickly recap. When everything had been fixed, they decided to apologize to everyone who may have had their identity stolen, who had the PlayStation Network unavailable, who may have lost actual money by giving them old games. That... You had you could pick two old previously released titles, and this was supposed to make it better. Well, a judge has said no that 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 doesn't count. So now they're giving away more old titles, not just two, but three. Which is I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, three PlayStation Two games. Two and a bit. <laughs> yeah. They they have mentioned that if you actually did suffer from identity theft and lost something financially that way and had the good smarts to actually report it through their system, they will be paying that back as well. But otherwise, you're out in the cold with your Gran Turismo 3 or something. Well, and let's not forget here that MMO gamers who lost time in the virtual worlds are eligible for a $4.50 credit to their Sony Online I know. accounts. That's like what? Um a fourth the cost of a month of World of Warcraft? How generous is that? That can't even buy you a $6 burger. You won't get my hours back. I can't tell <laughs> if you're being intentional there or not. <laughs> I just like the perplexed look on your face when I said that. Well, that was perplexing. Uh, most of this is perplexing. But at the same time, this is the first time Sony's been in our news for like a year. So I guess that worked. You know, it's interesting, though, because, like you said, it's the first time they've been in the news, well, that we've discussed for a while, yet it's still the same thing. Well, this is the genius of it. They're just re-releasing it. Isn't that isn't that what you do for video games? You make money re-releasing things? It's a reboot. It's a reboot, yes. We didn't like the story of the uh, anonymous hack. We decided to re-release it, redo the origin story. Kind of like and Stolen Dreams is doing right now. We're rebooting. I want to. I want to see that. I want to see a PlayStation Home achievement. You know, survived the reboot, survived the anonymous hack. I lost my identity and I got three And maybe if games. you're lucky, you'll get a mount. Yeah, that's what. That's yes, an MMO yes. term, right? Sorry, we talked about World of Warcraft, so I kind of went back to Just it. Just making. You know, I I played World of Warcraft eight years ago. And then I had my son, and I didn't have time anymore. Yeah. That, that's never literally played. what happened there. I never got to a mount. I never got they above level fun. 30. And I was a night elf rogue, <laughs> just like everyone else on my freaking server. Yeah, but still, I, I, that's what I meant. Got People very boring. was a mount from like, wow. So Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, into kind of funny tech news. I mean, I don't know how else to put this. North Korea is having issues. They're having much umbrage with a video that has gone viral on the internet. And in fact, I think they've actually said that this is another act of war or something. Yes. Yes. Um, it's a Chinese video that I think was put up by, well, it looks like it's in Korean. 
if I remember my my Asian languages here. Yeah, it's it's on it's in Korean. It has currently had 3.1 million views, and it's a whole bunch of different dance videos, people dancing with Kim Jong Un's head photoshopped onto it. And admittedly, at some points, there uh, President Obama comes in out of nowhere and knocks him out or laughs at him, and it is. I'm sorry, it's so dumb, but it is so hilarious. Like, I started laughing at the 30-second mark once I clued into what it was, and I couldn't stop laughing until after it had ended. Um, And sometimes it's done pretty well, actually. But uh, I don't know what the big deal is. I mean, I know he's supposed to be this kind of crazy crackpot dictator and all, but but it's not like anyone else in this country has electricity to see this. (laughs) You know? It's like, who is he worried about it's that you know, darn Twitter. shaming him in front of? Man, <laughs> my follows have really gone down ever since this video came out. Now Rodman won't even tweet me back. Anymore. <laughs> Hashtag LOL. Hashtag fourth world problems. I just love the fact that he thinks that this is an act of war. Well, keep in mind, too, that he also thinks the new Seth Rogen movie coming out is an act of war. That's true. The guy's nuts. I mean, everything that disparages North Korea is an act of war. And I like that. Explain? No, it's just cool. I mean, how hard is it to troll this guy? He's got to be the easiest dude to troll on the planet. (laughs) I want to see the onion do something that just totally sets him off. I'm sure they have. I wonder if he's just, he's lonely, you know? It's like the world, Team America World Police song. He's just Ronry. And he really actually wants to see a real act of war. You know? <laughs> Look, I, I know you think I'm being racist there. That's the name of the song. Well, it, it's not racist because you're Asian. Well, that's true, too. But it's, it's the name of the song. Kim Jong-un, his father, no, Kim Jong-il, his father, is singing I'm So Ronry. Uh, <laughs> and Zahner loses it. <laughs> I just like hearing you speak English. Look, my my I was raised in a house with a fluent Japanese speaker and he spoke some of the funniest English you've ever heard. I it's my second language, okay? That's how I got my bilingual credit in school. That's that's awesome. Your second language is English, my second language is redneck. I want I want when Solid Comic-Con comes up, I actually want to, you know, need assistance. I speak English. It's going to be right there on my lanyard <laughs> before I'm escorted out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> into Netflix news. This one is th- nothing really big or anything. It's just kind of cool because they have released their shareholder meeting minutes. And in it, they kind of point out that they have over 50 million members enjoying Netflix in over 40 countries. I don't know how to feel about this. Not that it's controversial or anything, but I kind of had assumed they were already past that. I mean, because isn't it, don't you kind of have the feeling talking to people and it's always in the news and everyone's like, oh yeah, have you seen this on Netflix? I kind of assumed that yeah. like most of America had Netflix. I agree. I I didn't know the number was that low. I mean, it's still a good number. I'm not... I'm not saying I can do better or anything. I'm not trying to disparage them. But I honestly believe that more people were on Netflix. What do you think has been holding them back? Okay, that's a good one. I hadn't considered that. Well, I only know one person, I think, who has Amazon Prime and not Netflix. Everybody that I know who has one, who has Amazon Prime tends to have netflix it doesn't go the other way around we're selfish and we have but both true, i gotta true. have best okay. of both so there's a lot of overlap like, there. You know, <laughs> yeah and it, it that's that's how a lot of people are though amber it's not just mm-hmm. me it's not just you it's a lot of people and like everybody i work with except a couple people have both but those who only have amazon prime there's only one there's only one guy Everyone that I work with has Netflix. That's true. That's very true. I I think that they've been probably... I, I wonder if they're still feeling the fallout from the whole Flickster oh, yeah. debacle. You remember that? When they wanted to... Yeah, they wanted to get rid of uh, movies and they wanted to spin it off and there was just a huge backlash. And a lot of people left. And I wonder... Uh, I don't know what their subscription numbers were like before that, but I do know that millions of people left. 
and I wonder if they were ever able to fully recover. Now, it should be noted that this is 50 million members after they raised their prices, because they raised their prices a little while ago to people who weren't grandfathered in. Yes. And this is new subscribers. I was also surprised. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, they're still growing. And I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that they're now putting out original programming. Arrested Development, House of Cards, you know, Orange is the New Black, Hemlock Grove. They're putting out these shows and they're killing it at the Emmys. They're getting nominations like crazy. And I wonder how much of that is actually bringing new people in saying, hey, I left them when they split the DVD and uh, streaming or when they did Flickster or whatever. I'm going to give them another go and see what's up because they're obviously doing something well. Right, right. Well, and, and the other stat that was in that sentence, I already gave the stat, but the one that actually kind of surprised me is that they are being enjoyed in over 40 countries. Again, this is my own limited uh, purview. I realize it's kind of the the American bias. I didn't know they were in that many countries. I didn't know there were 40 countries. Well, yeah, okay. That's that's our American <laughs> education. That's Common Core right there. I didn't know there was a number well, like 40. Four, right? I mean, because there's like... Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was America, all of America. Uh, there's England, and then there's <laughs> Europasia, right? Africa is a country, isn't it? Totally. <laughs> Drew Carey thinks so. So I, I didn't know it was in 40 countries. That's kind of cool. But in my mind, it's like, well, if it's in 40 countries, it really should have more subscribers then. 50 million, that's not even enough to cover America. Well, And I heard recently, uh, I think I saw a story saying that they're getting ready to expand down into Australia as well. Oh, that's right. I think we actually talked about that uh, the other week when uh, New Zealand, I think you were still homeless, Honor, but uh, New Zealand's VPN uh, was there just so people in New Zealand could watch Netflix. That's right. I recall. I yeah. did listen to the shows even though I had no home. Quick, quick show of hands here. Who who Me. on this panel has Netflix? Showing hands on the internet works well. <laughs> so two thirds of us. And I think Schmitty does too. I believe he does, yes. Oh, so 75% of us, 75, three out of four stolen droids recommend Netflix. And one out of four droids <laughs> is just way too well, broke. Our big thing why we went to Netflix is especially having a little one and when you can't afford like satellite or anything, that was a cheaper option for us. And especially with having kids, when I love that you can have the you know, separate profiles and have your favorite shows under your profiles. And then you have the kids profiles so you can have, you know, the their cartoons and stuff. So their features and stuff are changing. It's kind of cool. Just saying. That is true. That is but very true. The, I, I completely agree with everything you just said, Amber. I love the fact that my kids can mm-hmm. just sit down and it's eight bucks a month. And they can watch it unlimited, whatever they want. It's I know I can go value. to the store. I can go I out know. of town. They don't even notice anything. I got a it's cheaper babysitter, yo. <laughs> the problem, though, is older devices such as Roku's, for example, that don't have the Netflix update mm-hmm. that allows profiles. Netflix thinks that I like just in time. Discount Charlie Brown, <laughs> and it would. It will think that for as long as I live. <laughs> I will never not get a suggestion based on either an eight-year-old girl or Sonner a four-year-old boy. dies tomorrow and on his headstone, he loves Caillou. <laughs> I just want to beat that little ball. Discount Charlie Brown. Microphone. Get out of the house, Caillou. <laughs> See what the life is about. <laughs> Such a whiny little brat. Okay. Speaking of... Um, Nothing in particular. Uh, but Simpsons, Yay. let's go into Simpsons stuff. Strangely, this isn't in our headlines because it was in our headlines months ago. Literally months. Um, FXX is getting all the Simpsons and streaming them online and playing them all back to back. I just saw this come up this week as if it were brand new news. I did too. And it's everywhere. And it's confusing to me because uh, people, we're not industry insiders. We don't have some kind of secret track into the industry here. We have day jobs, all of us. So how we manage to break this news months ahead of everyone else. Because we're Jedis. We do have a track record of that, though. I said Jedis. I heard two things we're Jedis. Silly. Ah. And I said we do have a track record of breaking crap like this. (laughs) We break everything we touch. That's why we can't have nice things. Again, go to stolendroids.com. Click on our Indiegogo campaign. Um, 
But this one, this one is in our show notes. A Simpsons super fan has broken a world record. Which world record? Well, the tattoo one, evidently. Um, evidently, he has, I think, every single Simpsons character on his arm. No, it's different inco- different incarnations. Is that the right word? Of Homer? Yeah. It oh. even has like a yeah. baby Homer. Like, Does it have yeah. Mr. Sparkle? Yes. Yes, Mr. Sparkle Hulk? is there. Um, Donuthead oh, Homer Mr. is Sparkle. there. That's actually kind of cool. But yeah, he's he's got um the most tattoos of the same cartoon character tattooed on his body. He That's now an holds actual that record. record. It is. It seems what, awfully specific. What has Guinness become? So when are you guys going to break this one? <laughs> I don't have a single tattoo. I I can't decide what I'm going to have on my lock screen for more than a week. What are you talking about? Deciding something's going to be on my body. I was hoping you'd go. I, That's a cool tattoo. Can I like you know change it like in a slideshow every thirty minutes or is that, that, is that how cool. this works now? No crap. Live live tattoos. Hey OLED technology. I'd put that in. I will say though, this guy's arm. He he has an arm sleeve with with all this ink on it. It's freaking awesome. It is pretty cool. It's, it is it's so well cool. done. It's well done, but I have to say, he's now more yellow than me. <laughs> wow. Wow. Episode I think we need to just move on there. Return to racism. <laughs> All right. And next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm the one going there again this week. It's normally Zoner's thing. I'm sorry, everyone. If I truly offend you, I do apologize. Um, going on to more Simpsons. It turns out they're going to have another Aww. death. I Before we go into why or who, can I just say that it kind of bugs me that they're like announcing these now? Can I ask a question? Last season they I think said you they just were, did. They were shush you. <laughs> they were going to they announced that they were going to kill off a significant character. Mm-hmm. And then Marsha Wallace who does the voice of a lot of characters but most notably uh Miss Krabappel passed away in real life i don't recall them killing off a character last maybe they season. thought that doing two last season would have been too much and so they well, held off on this one they didn't really even kill off mrs Krabappel. she just kind of disappeared well maybe that's what they actually meant we're going to kill off a character meant we're actually going to stab the actress who plays <laughs> it's so, like simpsons hunger games now our listeners please correct me if i'm wrong but i'm wondering if them doing Krusty this season, and yeah, I just said it. They're killing off Krusty. Uh, with them killing off Krusty this season, if this is what was planned for last season, and they just never did it because of whatever, or or did they kill off a character and I missed it? I saw all the episodes. I don't. Remember I don't remember it. either. But am I am, am I wrong? I, what do you guys think? Are they are they? Is this a carryover? I I don't know even how to answer that. I'm still interested as to why they're killing off Krusty. It's not like the actor who plays him is going away. I know. Because isn't the one who plays Krusty also the one who plays Homer? I think it is. I think, yeah. Dan Costello, right? Yeah, maybe he doesn't like Krusty anymore. Maybe he's getting oh, throat probably. cancer. I don't know. I have no... I'm just spitballing here. I don't... I, I have no reason as to why they would do this. I don't think it's outside the purview of reality to see that, yeah, they were going to do it. Maybe they had some different things planned for the season, and they just never got around to it because uh, of, of Marshall Wallace dying. But mm, it's going to get to the point eventually, someday, and it's the day is quick approaching when they're going to have to do a complete revamp of The Simpsons. Suddenly, you know, Cousin Oliver is coming to live with them, and Bart is no longer there. Uh, you know. That was an awesome Brady Bunch reference. Well, thank you, but it's also a trope. You know, it's a TV trope. It's what happens when all everyone else starts getting older and has to move off, and you bring in someone new. So they're- And see, I think that's one of the advantages of a cartoon, though, is they don't have to age, but you do bring but up a good do. point. At what point is it ridiculous that Lisa, being an eight-year-old second grader, 
is doing the stuff that she does. I think that happened a long time ago, personally, where it became ridiculous. But at some point, you've got to say, okay, well, we can't keep doing this anymore. And I think that at that point, they'll just cancel the series. They'll just close it off. That would still kind of hurt, though. That's like a huge chunk of my life with Simpsons. It's a tentpole in society now. You know, I remember doing the Bartman. I remember Deep Deep Trouble. Okay, I I remember the Simpsons movie and that was our date movie. It's very sentimental. Clarification: to me. She doesn't mean like ours. No, I mean me and my husband. Our first date, we went and saw the Simpsons movie because we're that romantic. <laughs> <laughs> so, Got a lot of macking on during that. I know. So yet they're getting rid of Krusty and Caillou is still around. What's up with that? That right, into Simpsons. that right there shows me that this world is in deep, deep trouble. I know. You see what trouble. I did there? <laughs> I'm going to do a deep, post deep all about trouble. Caillou dedicated just for Zoner. <laughs> it's like the who's who of the Caillou world. I know. Okay. Into some other things going on. Again, we talked about Comic-Con briefly. Let's jump into it because it's big news. And all of our friends are there and we're not and we're sad. So we have to live vicariously through headlines and tell you. So you can live vicariously through us. It's a sick, sick cycle you're in, pal. Okay, first off, evidently I was entirely right about Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, of course, The Rock. He has been in talks with DC Comics for a very, very long time. And it came down to, is he going to be Shazam or Black Adam? I said he'd be great as either. But, and if I'm wrong, Squishy from Squishy's Comics and Movies can tell me, I'm fairly certain I said he would be a better Shazam. Well, uh, he said... In a recent uh, press conference, I will say this. There's a character out there that we're going to announce very soon that I'm going to play. And I'll just say this. This character has the power of Superman. He can throw down. Just say the word. That's all I'm going to say. Shazam, or Captain Marvel, before the whole uh, legal lawsuit thing. uh, Shazam's power comes from that magic word. He yells out that word. And he is instantly turned into Shazam. Different iterations of him have had different... Uh, alter egos. Uh, I think his current one, uh, uh, Billy, a very small child. That, yes, Honor. Oh no! Just care, I can finish what you're saying, and then I'll I'll share my. You're holding Billy up your Batson. hands like you're you're, hold, you're holding up your hands like you're water bending over there. Um. Anyway, so teacher <laughs> Eric Karate. Uh, so uh, this could be kind of cool. I think, right? Yes, it could be. However. Black Adam also gets his power from the word Shazam. And I think Dwayne Johnson would be so awesome. So, so awesome as Black Adam. I think he would be too. And for clarification, they are both as powerful as Superman. And Black Adam's just awesome. He's a great villain. Yeah, I was comparing the pictures with him last night because we were trying to like watch it too. And yeah, I don't know. He, I, I like him in a lot of his stuff, so. I do, too. He's a surprisingly good actor. Mm-hmm. I know he always gets kind of the weird roles, or he always falls back. Like, he has Hercules out right now, and it's kind of getting, like, I think 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but he does a good job with what he's given. Mm-hmm. And he is extremely charismatic, which I think is why he does, has such appeal, because the dude is just extremely charismatic. Mm-hmm. I know. He's really entertaining to watch. So honestly, with me, I would probably be fine with both. Yeah. You know what? Oh, 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 I'm having a brainstorm. It'll be the best 1990s comic movie ever. It'll be up there with Steel and the other Shazam that was also Shaquille O'Neal. We'll have Dwayne Johnson versus Dwayne Johnson as both Black Adam and Shazam. And get rid It'll of be like Shaquille. Freaky Friday. <laughs> Oh, no, man. Parent Trap. Parent Trap. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the comic book equivalent of Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, dear. I think, I think they're going to revoke my podcast license Don't say now. that because then someone will actually do it. <laughs> Some, someone in Hollywood. I just said that out loud. This hasn't even aired yet because it won't come out till Monday morning. Someone in Hollywood just sat bolt upright in bed. I just had an idea come to me <laughs> just because it's been said out loud now. <laughs> it's like they have telepathy with you they can they can sense what you're saying sense bad ideas and considering it's dc comics 
They will <laughs> no. do it because that's what they do. They do bad ideas. Uh, speaking, speaking of, of bad yeah, ideas. That, that segues mm. very nicely into the next one. Um, Jeff Johns, who is not the Martian Manhunter, but it sounds a lot like him, has confirmed the DC's film and TV universe will stay separate. This came about when it uh, came to light that even though Flash is getting his own movie, he will not be played in the movie by the same guy he's been played in, in the TV series. Nor will Green Arrow's character in the movies be played by the gentleman who's playing him in the TV series either. Stephen Armell has been playing, um, uh, has been playing, blah, 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 blah. yeah. Oliver Queen. Thank you. He's actually going to be at Salt Lake Comic Con. I hope to be a little bit more eloquent when I speak with him then. Hey, I'll giggle if you're not. I'm Zook. <laughs> <laughs> I love your arrow shafts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I, we have a video from FanX um, that we have not posted yet because we're not really sure how to edit it, where I completely slaughter the name of the original Boba Fett. I am, Jeremy Bullock. Yeah, I'm in front of his... Uh, he and I are both standing there. I'm interviewing him, and I completely screw up his name. And he leans over, and he just very slightly corrects me. And I look into the, I, I look into the, the camera, and I curse. And he looks into the camera and he curses with me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not something I do just on the podcast. I do this in real life, too. I'm that professional. I'm really sorry that I missed that. However, I was busy talking with Nathan Fillion at that time. Yeah, yeah. First world problems. <laughs> Indeed. Anyways, going back to DC Comics and their colossal yeah, lack I, of they They've thought. said that they do not want to cross over the TV world and the movie world. Now, why is that? Well, there's a lot of possibilities there. Marvel's been doing it pretty well with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know well, the answer. Well, and even their cartoons. Be because DC doesn't know what to do? Yeah, on, no, you're on right. On Disney XD. You're absolutely right. Because they had the um, the Avengers on there. Um, I know they canceled it, and then they brought it back, and they kind of did the animation different. But still, they kept up with it. Yeah, their continuity is there. The continuity is holding yeah. the entire time. DC struggles to get their continuity right from issue to issue. Do you yeah, honestly expect that they could spread continuity across a dozen different movies and television properties? DC, if it can be done incorrectly, they will choose that way to do it. I say the same thing about Paramount and Star Trek all the time. <laughs> and you, you know me. I am a huge DC guy. I love DC Comics. I love Batman. I love Superman. I the Flash you're, you're the Flash. Awesome. You're you're a Flash man. I love the Flash. Ladies, and, that's not insinuating anything. <laughs> but DC Comics does not know what the crap they are doing. They did the New Fifty Two reboot to simplify things. Six months in, they bring in Earth Two. That doesn't simplify anything. That makes it all convoluted again. Yeah, makes at, it much at, much worse. At some point, I keep expecting them to like. I expect Jim Lee and Jeff Johns to sit up in bed. Oh, it was all just a nightmare. <laughs> what is that? The Dallas, the Dallas thing? Yeah. I think it was Newhart. It was both. Um, it was all just a dream. JR was never killed. Uh, or Dynasty. It was one of them. That's before my time. Um, yeah, th I don't know what's wrong with DC and why they can't do that. Um, I really wish I knew. Because they, whoever was in charge of... The Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, all of that stuff needs to be put in charge of DC in general because they had continuity out the wazoo for years. Yes. You know, they had continuity from Batman the Animated Series up to the Adventures of Batman and Robin, up to the Batman Superman Adventures, into Justice League, into Justice League Unlimited. Don't forget Batman Beyond. Yeah, they even had Batman Beyond in there. You're right. And for the most part, they had continuity in that as well. So it's just it's weird to me that they can't do it. But DC Comics is a hot mess right now and I think that they will be for a very long time. Um let's switch gears uh into other Comic-Con news. This is not news, this is just freaking cool. Uh they have a bunch of Oculus Rift dev units out there at the Comic-Con floor right now and one of them is currently hooked up into kind of a Cerebro-like thing so you can pretend you're Charles Xavier and you're looking through Cerebro and finding pretend. mutants. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Kind of. <laughs> Who pretends? Some of us just are. <laughs> no one's that cool. Um, but the coolest idea 
is that they have you strapped in and you can, quote unquote, pilot a Jaeger from Pacific Rim. Which, let's be honest, is really the whole reason why virtual reality was invented in the first place. I want to do that so badly. I'm like really insanely jealous this year of San Diego Comic-Con. Like, I don't know what it is. Every year I know they do something awesome. But man, there is something about this year that I'm just like really kicking myself not going. And just looking at this. They do seem to have more going on, huh? They have so much going on. But even looking at this, I'm just like, why? (laughs) Responsibilities. Now, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, I know. Kids, I'm going away for a week. There's Netflix for you. Don't worry. We have Netflix. Yeah. (laughs) Find yourself some Caillou. Just throw a cereal box, open it up, throw it on the floor, close the door. There's some ramen noodles. Ring a bell as you're leaving. Okay. um, We do not actually condone this type of parenting. Please do not send letters. Please be responsible. Or cops. Yes. Geek responsibly. (laughs) Oh, that needs to be a poster. That sounds like a show title. Um, okay, into completely unrelated, and it does seem like a lot of this news is going to be going back and forth. Oh, I, I should have brought this up before. I'm sorry. I'm totally on top of it tonight. Amber, you actually showed me this, that they released a picture of uh, Batman in profile, mm-hmm. his head. And it, and it is. It's Ben Affleck in the cape and cowl. Now, it you can tell it's Affleck because he has a signature chin that looks like a very small butt. <laughs> but otherwise... It's kind of the old 40s-style cow with the shorter ears that are placed a little bit further back. You know, it's not the... No, it's Frank Miller, The Dark Knight Returns. I look at that, and that's all I see is Frank Yeah, but Frank Miller. Miller based it off of the 40s style. You know, that's... I mean, Frank Miller did it, but it's... He's had that longer than he's had the taller ears. I actually like it. Yes. <laughs> I like it as well. I like it a lot. And I got to say, his butt chin looks really good in that I know. That guy has a a chin for being a superhero. Yeah. There's so many words you just said there that taken out of context, it's like... (laughs) If anyone could have a sexy butt chin, it's you, Ben Affleck. Thank you. It's a (laughs) Spartacus-style Batman. Okay. um, Anyway, I just want to get that out there. I'm sorry I didn't know. Um, into some really, really, really freaking awesome news. And I know we've gone 173 episodes without bringing up My Little Ponies. I'm breaking that streak now because Hasbro has decided to do the smartest thing I've ever seen. If you are a My Little Pony fan, you can submit your fan art to their site. And once approved, they will use 3D printing to make you your very own My Little Pony figurine. It can be one of their characters. You know, you don't have to worry about copyright. You like Rainbow Dash, and you want to see Rainbow Dash wearing a mech suit or something? I don't know. And you submit it to them. If they approve it, they will send you back Rainbow Dash wearing a mech suit. You want to make your own? They'll make it for you. You're paying them, and they still own the rights to it, so there's no worries about copyright infringement there. This is the most genius thing ever for fans. This is really awesome. My daughter is going to flip out. They have announced, they have said that they're going to go and, it's My Little Ponies right now. But they, you know, it's Hasbro. They have a lot of different properties. Oh, yeah. It's done by it's done by a site called Super Fan Art. Uh, and they are going to be doing some other ones as well. But I, I want you guys to just imagine your favorite toy, character, whatever made into real life that you can buy and it's the ultimate collectible because you're the only one who has it and it's yours free and clear. Now, they are kind of collectible level prices. This isn't like the $12 My Little Pony you can buy at a toy store. It's more kind of like the, you know, the Tokyo Pop figurines. Look, but don't touch. That you... Yeah, that kind of thing. But at the same time, who the fuck cares? Because this is awesome. Yeah, just looking at these pictures that they have on here. That's, I mean, there's one with the skateboard. Holy cow. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this this is really, really cool stuff. And it is genius of them to jump on that. I mean, I want want to see every company doing this. Oh, yeah. I want to do it. 
<laughs> Zoner's Star Wars collection would uh, quickly regain its loss <laughs> size if they had this. I'm actually just thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I'm going. It's going through my head. It's a good thing that they weren't doing this before I had children, or else you I'd have. Well, not My Little Ponies, but I'd have a if if they did it for Star Wars or I spent three else. years designing this artwork of Luke battling everyone. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I got to say though, I don't know if you guys have seen the Brony documentary that's out on Netflix. Um, it's quite disturbing, actually. I didn't enjoy it. However, My Little Pony seems to really know how to treat their fans, and this is just another example of of that and hopefully hopefully this spreads to other properties soon and other good properties yeah we're we're going on a tangent and i guess this is just making up for the fact that we're uh 173 episodes without ponies that we need on to keep talking about it but yes you're right they do know how to treat their fans i have little girls i watch my little ponies with them Okay, and you know, brony. Truth be told, it's a pretty awesome series. It's hilarious. I well, they, but I, I love tell, the sarcasm they have on there too. Well, yeah, a lot of it is meant for adults and adults <laughs> like us who were raised during a certain generation. Uh, there's references to the Batman animated series in like one an episode in the first season. It's quite hilarious. But in the pilot, there was one, um, there was one pony who had an animation error with her eyes. They were looking in different directions. The animator forgot to flip one of the eyes around, so it was tracking the same as the other. And so, and it was right there front and center, and fans saw it and called it out. I don't know if they went on discussion boards or forums or sent letters or whatnot. So by, episode, by season three, I think, they actually finally acknowledged, fine, yes, it's a special pony. Her name is Derpy Hooves. <laughs> Her name is Derpy. Yeah, like Herp Derp. Because originally they were calling Herp Derp the pony, so her name is Derpy Hooves. And she's in a couple episodes of season three, and her eyes are continuing to do that. <laughs> that That's acknowledging your fan base. That's pretty awesome. Oh. DC needs to do that. <laughs> Make Derpy superheroes. <laughs> I'm Derpy I'm Derp Batman. <laughs> How would you know if Batman's eyes were looking in different directions? Maybe maybe Wonder Woman come you know went to a vacation and she comes back and she's like hey guys I'm now derpy Wonder Woman I don't know <laughs> but that would be awesome mark on she'd there. be the Irma Gerd <laughs> er, yeah <laughs> Ersberg yeah <laughs> I'm an Ermazern I don't know how to say Amazon as an Irma Gerd anyway Ermazern Irma uh, speaking of ways to spend money Amber I think this is yours <laughs> yes it is. So, you know how there are websites that have, like, T-shirts of the day and stuff. And it's like, if you you got to hurry and get it that day, because if you don't, then it's it's gone for good. And, you know, usually they have, like, pretty awesome stuff. Well, I don't even remember how I came across this site, but a lot of, maybe a lot of you guys already know about this, but a lot of people that I know have never heard of this site. And I think it's... um. It's uh, pretty awesome. It's called dayoftheshirt.com, and this site gathers all of those websites into one, and it shows you all the shirts that are available that day that you can get. So instead of going to all these different websites, you can just go to one, and they have so many awesome ones. Like Even now, just looking on there, um, they have some cool firefly and they have some awesome star wars um and now of course they're getting guardians of the galaxy out and um the thing is is they're not expensive now you got to keep in mind too that when you do order these that once you place your order they're not already available they have to make it for you but i've um i've purchased quite a few shirts from here and they're awesome like they fit comfortably they're really well made um, I'm impatient, and my worst part is that I feel like it takes forever to get to me. But I love this site. I mean, a lot of the shirts are like the most expensive I see is 14 bucks, and a lot of them are like 11. Oh, just kidding. Oh no, that's a big another one. Anyways, um, yeah, like 11 to 14 bucks. They're a really good deal. That is awesome. And yeah, we do see a lot of these, and we happen to know how expensive shirts can be because. We have to do them for ourselves as well and our fans, uh, and that's that's pretty awesome. I'm I'm looking through some of these right now, and unfortunately, I know where our paycheck's going. Yeah, well, and we also have to wear shirts, and so that means we have to buy them. 
Well, and if you're going to wear them and then buy them, you may as well wear something cool. And I mean, they have like, if you scroll down, they have these awesome Batman ones. Like, um, a lot of these are fan art. So it's like fans that create these shirts and then they submit it to these companies. And then these companies grab, um, or choose their artwork to put on shirts. So this is a great way for local artists to get their artwork known. There is, there is Elsa from Disney's Frozen as Sub-Zero. Cricket, cricket, cricket. Anyone yeah, ever no, play she's... Mortal Kombat? No, I have. Sorry, there's another one with her with uh, ice, iced coffee. Arendelle, iced coffee. But then, um, honestly, I got distracted because there was a Supernatural one. So sorry. I see Sam and Dean. Good luck getting in touch with me again. <laughs> oh, and that's our show. No, we're kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> moving on. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy have a review coming out. And, well, And by the time next episode comes, so episode number 175, Guardians of the Galaxy will have launched and we will have seen it. But for now, we're all freaking out. Yeah. I can hardly it, wait. Yeah, so they're talking about it. It's getting like what a ninety-two percent rating on everywhere. Yeah, I guess right now. So, I know there's not like a ton of re- reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's a hundred percent on there. Yeah, so I am I am super excited. But almost almost more exciting than that to me is then uh, San Diego Comic Con has released the posters for Age of Ultron. Now they're not stills; they're they're artwork. Ready? They are so pretty. Uh, what it is, and it's it, it's select Avengers fighting through a horde of Ultron bots. You know, we we have uh, we have Scarlet Witch there. We have Iron Man. Uh, we have uh, Captain America. We have I, I see one of Hulk's fists. I see the Black Widow. I don't know if you guys noticed the detail on this, but I love it. Oh, if I you know. look at it's... the Captain America one. Yeah, if you look at the Captain America one, look at his um, affiliation. Because Captain America's uniform has always been very specific. It follows the military protocol. Mm-hmm. His rank is on his helmet. In this case, his rank is kind of a, an honorary one, so which is why he has the A, right? He doesn't have corporal or, or, or anything like that or, or, you know, the eagle. But on his shoulder has always been a U.S. Army badge. That's his unit. That's, his, that's the unit he's assigned to. Always has been. But in this, what is it? It's the mm-hmm. Avengers A. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. So, which m- makes sense because technically S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone by this point. Oh, it looks amazing. So, and then the very last excited. picture? Yeah. It's it's not a... Yeah. Ant-Man. I'm excited for that. I do not it's understand Paul the of Ant-Man. I don't either... <laughs> So it's no, not Ant Man. You're excited think, for it's I Ant-Man. think he Ant-Man. is a great actor, and I honestly think that he's going to make it awesome. But that's just me. I love him and everything else. It's freaking Isn't that Michael Douglas Ant-Man. in there with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't that Michael Douglas in there with him? Yeah, it is. I I'm excited for Ant Man not because I love Ant Man. I actually consider him kind of a boring character. In the Prime Universe, he's kind of whiny. And in the alternate universe, in the uh, uh, amazing one, or the, no, sorry, ultimate Avengers, uh, he's a bit of a douche. So well, he, and let's not forget he's a bit of a wife beater as well. Yeah, he's a wife beater, and uh, he's, a bit, yeah, he's, he's a bad guy in general. So I'm not really, I don't, I'm not a huge Ant-Man fan. I'm excited, though, because so far Marvel has mm-hmm. not done wrong, you know? And if they can give a raccoon a machine gun and put a walking anthropomorphic tree into a movie and have us this excited... Then sure, I'll go to an Ant Man movie. Oh yes, movie. you will. I'll go, We're and I'll probably going. enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, speaking of cosplay, and this one actually comes to us from our friend Ruff. Uh, Ruff sent this in. He said, "You guys have probably already saw this. We hadn't actually, but down in Australia, a gentleman was dressed up in cosplay for a charity. He was going to work in cosplay to convince his coworkers to donate uh, to an orphanage or something. Here's the problem." You can't dress as Deadpool fully armed on the train and expect everyone to know who you are. Yeah. Um, so uh, he was arrested. The police were... I'll just read you the headline. Deadpool arrested on Sydney train. Police alerted to superhero armed with guns, <laughs> grenades, and ninja swords. Whoops. 
Uh, he's kind of an obscure character, people. Deadpool is obscure? He is to Dude, the general it, population. I know that okay. when we go to a con, there is umpteen million Deadpools, okay? You can't swing a dead Spidey without hitting a Deadpool. I get that. But to the rest of the world, he's not Spider-Man. He's not Captain America. He's not Superman or Batman. He's a guy with a whole freaking load of guns. You can't swing a Deadpool <laughs> without hitting a Deadpool. Yeah. I, you guys know my feelings on Deadpool. I think Deadpool is so overrated. I'm sick of him. And I just don't understand the appeal. Plus, I hate Rob Liefeld. But that's besides the point. There's been a lot of, like, borderline rage for me on this episode. I'm like, Sounds I should like just let it all some chocolate and, and see what happens. <laughs> or fiber. Um, I, I think there's some, like... I think there's some stuff that actually has both. Um, or that's okay. Where there's been rage from you, I've had racism. So we're all good. And I know. freaking lusting over yeah. people. So The rage and racism show. Okay. Our last one comes to us by way of the least original company ever. Um, they didn't used they to have used this used to title. be original. Rovio has a new game coming out. What? I think. Honestly, it's kind of hard to tell because they all kind of seem the same at this point. They're going to have Angry Birds Transformers. But they're going to be robots in disguise. <laughs> As birds? How does a bird turn into a semi? It doesn't make sense. Magic. I, all spark. It doesn't. I'm looking here. At, I'm looking at the Optimus Prime Redbird. It doesn't even make sense. How does his wheels even get there? It looks, it looks ridiculous. It's like you made it for kids. This is insulting. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I am so far over Angry Birds. They just use the I, cheap plastic. You can tell it's a rebadge. Yeah, I, I'm just tired of Angry Birds. There's nothing original. There's nothing. I'm tired of it. Maybe they should move on to yeah. like Angry Cows or something. Maybe they that's just super move on. original. I would love to see Rovio do something that does not involve a bird at all. Well, they did do uh, Amazing Alex. I almost said Angry Alex. <laughs> <laughs> they did do Amazing Alex, which was kind of a puzzle game. Never which heard was of it. Fun, but it didn't catch on. It, it didn't really gain the traction that the Angry Birds franchise did. And so they're just going to keep beating well, that horse. they're still making money on it, especially because... I mean, think about it. They had the stuffed animals for the the original Angry Birds. Then they moved on to Star Wars. They created stuffed animals for them. Kids were freaking out over it. Now they're going to do Transformers. Kids love Transformers. So when you're mixing Angry Birds with Transformers, that's just going to be more money. So it's like, what's next? Are you going to do Ninja Turtles? Ninja yeah. Turtle Birds? Well, well, here's the... Back in the day... Sit down, children, as I tell you a story about back in the day when I was your age. Okay, we had PC gaming, and that was it. Because consoles at the time were like the Nintendo Power Deck. You know, sorry, the Nintendo Entertainment System and the Atari Power Deck. Or maybe it was the Sega Power Deck. I don't know. I don't really care anymore. But they were simple and they were good because they they did what they were trying to do. But they never could compare with PC gaming. PC gaming just simply had more developers. Well, then the 16-bit era went away. The 32-bit era came around, and you had the Super NES, and you had the Sega Genesis, and they started to go into more and more homes. Then you had the PlayStation, the Dreamcast. You had all those things. You had the original PlayStation. You had the original Xbox, okay? And suddenly consoles are being taken very seriously. Well, about this time, a huge war broke out between PC gamers and console gamers. That has been raged ever since. Okay, one side saying that they're the true gamer because their graphics are better, and the other one saying, "Yeah, but ours is better to play, more social, and you have more games." Okay, and they're both really true. But you know what? I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing either of them give two cents about mobile gamers. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's like two people on the schoolyard trying to fight it out about who's better, and both of them avoiding the mobile gamers because they just sit in the corner and eat paste. <laughs> <laughs> mobile gamers are paste eaters. I think that mobile gamers have a reputation, and I think it's probably well-deserved, of being more casual. It's a casual thing. You go to a doctor's office, you got three yeah. hours to 
kill while you're waiting. So you play Angry Birds or whatever. Yeah, because when I'm at home, it's like either I'm going to choose one of our actual gaming systems or one of the games on my phone. I'm going to pick our gaming systems over what's on my phone. Right. Other than Clash of Clans. Well, obviously. No, no. See, I, I play Clash of Clans on my PC, so I still count as a PC <laughs> gamer. Oh. Yay, blue stacks. <laughs> Yay. Okay, into our favorites. We're running a bit long. My favorite this week is a new video from Rhett and Link. Uh, it's been a while since they've had one that I've really loved. I mean, they're very talented. They've always had really talented one. But this one is called I'm on Vacation. And you quickly learn it's the vacation from hell because everything goes wrong with these guys. But you know what? They're still on vacation. And therefore, it is better than if they were stuck back at home at work. Never mind the fact that uh, Rhett loses both his eyes and their identity is stolen and they have no way of returning home. They're on vacation. And I can't appreciate that sentiment because sometimes during the worst vacation when the kids st- can't stop screaming and I'm covered in mosquito bites, I have to remind myself I'm still on vacation. <laughs> it's better than back in the office. Yeah, I totally understand. So um, mine is... Um, if you ever heard of Loot Crate, if you haven't, I am sorry, but they are a monthly uh, geek box. It's a subscription that you can get, and uh, it's awesome because they send you a surprise every month. I've been with them since the beginning, and um, I think they're amazing. Um, I I picked this month in particular because it's my favorite. I think that they were clever. Um, they, uh, they choose a different theme every month, and this theme, it was Villains. And so, of course, everyone's like all excited thinking, what's going to be in it? Well, they did something completely different this month that they have never done. And let's see, they've been around, I want to say like two years now, I think. And so what they did is uh, their box, a lot of it had like Batman theme type stuff. But on the box itself, and you'll see in the link that I posted, and like I said, they normally don't do this, but they have like a whole bunch of like villain kind of artwork in it and it, it's fun and I hope that they continue to do this because I thought it was clever anyone else that I've talked to thought that it was amazing but it came uh they do exclusive shirts in there and uh it came with a Joker shirt but it's like Joker slash Loki they had an exclusive uh comic book of Ro- uh, Rocket Raccoon and it has Loot Crate box on it and it has like Harley Quinn and Joker posters Deadpool socks um it's just random geek stuff every month you just don't know what you're going to get. And all you have is uh, they tell you what the theme is. So if I were you, I'd probably check them out. That looks really awesome. Yeah, it is. I have a dilemma this week in that I have two favorites. I'm only going to tell you about one, though. However, I must acknowledge the fact and congratulate Weird Al for debuting with Mandatory Fun at number one on the Billboard Yay! Top 100. Yay, congrats. The first time in 32 years he's hit number one. So congratulations to the man who wrote the soundtrack to my life. However, my favorite this week uh, involves the sport ball and the sport ball player and the comedian who does voices. And Frank Caliendo, if you're not familiar with him, is a great impressionist. He was on Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN Radio. And he read LeBron James's, who is a sport ball player. Uh, decision to return to the Cleveland Cavaliers as Morgan Freeman. To be fair, uh, LeBron James is not returning as Morgan Freeman. That would be cool. That would be cool. Morgan Freeman catching air. That'd be awesome. he's, He's been gone from Cleveland for four years. He is returning to play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And Frank Caliendo reads the letter that LeBron James uh, had published in Sports Illustrated as Morgan Freeman, and it will break your head as you try and watch this and listen to it and resolve in your mind that that's not actually Morgan Freeman. Instead, it's some white guy reading it. It is definitely a Rickroll moment, you know, where, <laughs> where just, that voice shouldn't be coming out of a white guy. It should not, but it is absolutely awesome. So that's my favorite. Take a few minutes, watch it, and have your mind blown. Excellent. Well, that is our show this week. Again, let us know how we're doing. Feedback at StolenDroids.com or give us a call 801-917-GEEK. Again, please head to our site, uh, www.StolenDroids.com. 
head on over to our Indiegogo campaign. It's in the upper left-hand corner. Donate what you can. Donate fast and donate often. <laughs> Just kidding, but not. <laughs> Until next time, cheers. See ya. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.